Welcome to the Awakening Podcast Network. Get ready for an inspiring audio from this cutting-edge voice. You can find more podcasts at awakeningpodcasts.com. You want to go deeper? Get equipped to overcome and walk in God's purpose for your life at Awakening House of Prayer's online campus. You'll experience an online family, preaching, teaching, and prophetic impartation for victorious living. We have over a thousand members online hungry for what God is saying and doing in the earth. Visit ahop.online today and join our family. AHOP TV empowers believers with spirit-inspired messages and strategic equipping that accelerates your spiritual growth. You can subscribe to stream weekly content from Awakening House of Prayer, conferences, and other exclusive content to stir your hunger and encourage your heart. Visit us online at ahop.tv. Good morning, everyone. Jennifer LeClaire here with your senior leader, the Awakening House of Prayer Church, House of Prayer, Apostolic Center in South Florida. Come on by if you're in the area. I'm also the senior leader, the founder, rather, of the Ignite Apostolic Prophetic Network, and of course, author of our devotional Mornings with the Holy Spirit, listening daily to the still, small voice of God. Today's devotion titled, Put on the whole armor of God. And here's what I heard the Lord say. The person who desires to walk in true authority must put on the whole armor of God to wrestle against principalities and powers. That armor consists of more than a sword. Righteousness, truth, faith, and peace are essential to wielding spiritual authority. Never compromise in those areas because you will compromise your efficacy. And don't, do not fail to walk in love. Your shield of faith will be stronger because faith works by love. Love should be the motive for everything you do, even engaging in spiritual warfare. Your authority in Christ is rooted in his love for you. He wants you to use it to push back anything that hinders people from experiencing his love, says the Spirit of the living God. Isn't that good? Today's scripture references Ephesians 6 and 12. Ephesians 5 and 2 and Galatians chapter 5 and verse 6. And the prayer starter for today, remind me to put on the whole armor of God. Help me to walk in true spiritual authority without compromise. Give me a heart for the intercession that leads to intimacy with you and helps others enter into a deeper revelation with Jesus. Let your love constrain me. Oh, Father, we thank you. We adore you. We exalt you. We magnify you. We just lift up the name of Jesus, the name that is above every other name. Oh my goodness. Could you just get the revelation today? It is the name above every other name. It is the name above all names. It is the name of Jesus, the name above every other name, the name above discouragement, the name above conflict, the name above trial and tribulation, the name above sickness and disease. It is the name. Jesus is the name above depression and above disappointment. It is the name above all names. I sure 
Ramasha. It is the name above fear. Jesus is the name above anxiety. Jesus is the name above poverty. Jesus is the name above distress and, and, and bewilderment and, and worry. Jesus is the name above all names. Every knee must bow to him. Every spirit, every heart must bow to him eventually. One day it's going to happen. Even the atheists and the humanists and all those who refuse to call Jesus Lord, he, they will call him Lord in that day. And that day is coming sooner than we think. Father, help us today to call on your name, to call on the name above every name, to cry out to you, to lift up our voice in the day of trouble, to lift up our voice in the moment of trial when it seems too much, when it seems overbearing, when it seems overwhelming, when it seems over the top. Oh God, help us to quickly cry out to that name in that name, sing about that name. Oh God, it's the name of Jesus. You've given us that name. There's power in that name, the name of Jesus, Yeshua, the son of God, the bright and morning star, the faithful witness, the lily of the valley, the rose of Sharon, the I am that I am, your names, Jehovah Rapha, Jehovah Jireh, the spirit of Christ, the breath of the almighty. Oh God, would you help us today to embrace every aspect of who you are, to step into the revelation of your name so we can embrace the fruits of what you've accomplished by the cross through your creation in your role as warrior. You are the warrior. The Lord is your name. You have a sword and your tongue is like a two-edged sword. Hallelujah. And you've given us your sword. You've given it to us to wield against the wiles and the plans of the wicked one. In Jesus name, we thank you. We thank you, God. Oh, we thank you, Lord, that nothing shall by any means harm us. We give you praise because you are the one who dwells on the inside of us. You are the one who has chosen by your own will to make his abode in us. We are the temple of the Holy Spirit. God, help us to stop looking at everything going on around us and about us and begin to look at what's going on inside of us, to look what's going on in the inner parts, the secret place, that holy of holies, even on the inside of us. Help us, Lord, to to not be uh, so extroverted that we're not introspective. Help us, Lord, to meditate on who we are. Self-knowledge is our quest because the knowledge of self includes the knowledge of God because God is in us, dwelling in our spirits, Christ in us, the hope of glory. God, would you shift our whole paradigm? Would you shift our whole Vista, would you shift our minds to where we are not so absorbed and utterly enthralled with what we see with these natural eyes, whether we see 2020, whether we're far-sighted, whether we're short-sighted, whether we've got an astigmatism, whatever it is in the natural that causes our vision to be flawed, skewed, uh, dimmed, and dulled. God, would you help us, Lord, first of all, to sharpen those eyes in the natural to 
see what's happening in the spirit that it doesn't matter it doesn't matter it doesn't matter what our natural eyes perceive all in all what matters is what's really going on behind the natural the supernatural the spirit realm oh God help us today help us today help us today some of you I'm praying over your head I can feel it some of you you're like would you just get back to, to blessing me would you just get back to telling me who I am and what I've got and what I'm gonna get would you just prophesy some prosperity over my life would you prophesy about my 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 mate my dates and my babies and my cars and my houses no the answer is no God is calling us to stop being so temporal and to shift our whole mindset into things above the Bible says not just things on this earth that we're not to be so concerned about things on this earth no soldier who goes to war entangles himself with the affairs of life we're so focused on what we can see with our natural eyes when there's a veil that can be pierced that can be torn apart where we can step in and through into another realm where there's a place where mysteries are unlocked riddles are solved parables are explained there's a place there's a deeper place and as long as we are so overwhelmed by natural circumstances natural events natural trials will never discern the invitation to the secret place will never hear the Lord say come up higher will never do as John did in the book of Revelation and he heard a loud voice cry come up here and immediately was he was in the spirit God is inviting you today and in this season to go to a deeper place a place that you've not gone where eye has not seen and ear has not heard just because I hasn't seen it and ear has not heard it doesn't mean it's not possible for eye to see it and ear to hear it is not a, a, a shut door it's an open door to spiritual curiosity it's it's an invitation to get so spiritual hungry spiritually hungry that you stop looking taking things at face value father help us today to stop taking everything at face value and to understand that there's a spirit world that's more real than anything we can see with our natural eyes that all these things are gonna fade away they're gonna pass away but faith hope and love abides help us Lord to be introspective in the sense that we are self-aware that we have self-knowledge that we see that our righteousness is as filthy rags but Christ in us is the hope of glory help us to be aware of who we are and who we're not what we're not so we can come before you in all humility to receive grace and mercy to help in time of need not just grace and mercy to help in the midst of a war the warfare the battle the trial but grace and mercy to help on the days where we finally see how wretched we are where we finally see that apart from Christ we can do nothing and there's no good thing in our flesh this is what the Bible tells us help us Lord to embrace the inward life to be still and know that you are God to sit in your presence and ponder on who you are to see you high and lifted up your train the robe your your the train of your robe filling the temple let us be those like David that we desire one thing that we may dwell in, the, in your house all the days of our life and inquire in your temple and gaze on your beauty help us Lord to shift to find the balance between walking in this natural realm this earth realm and walking in the spirit realm and understanding and knowing that we can do both at the same time because Jesus did both at the same time 
Father, give us that revelation that Jesus walked the earth fully God, fully man, but he emptied himself of his divinity. He relied on the power of the Holy Spirit and what the Father showed him. Help us, Lord, to understand that if Jesus did it, it's possible because your word says, as Jesus was, so are we in this world. That is our goal. That is our measure. That is how we choose to order our life. That is how we choose to see ourselves as in Christ, able to do all things through Christ who strengthens us. And understanding and knowing that all of the irritations of the co-workers and the, the traffic that we face on the way to work, none of these things should be able to steal our peace. Huh. Boy, if that can steal our peace, what kind of peace do we have? If the traffic and the co-workers and the cranky kids can steal our peace, that means that we've not tapped into the peace that passes all understanding, but we're just walking in peace as the world gives it. And Jesus said, peace I give to you. My peace I leave unto you. Not as the world gives it, but supernatural peace. My very own peace. The peace that passes all understanding. This is the peace that he's given us. This is the peace that we're to walk in. The peace that passes Common sense. The peace that passes what your mind says is reasonable. The peace that, 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 that envelops you or that you tap into even when the cranky boss is accusing you and your coworkers are irritating and your kids are freaking out and the road rage wants to rise up in you. It's that time when you turn to the inner man where Jesus is, where the Father is, where the Holy Spirit is, where the kingdom is and say, help me. Give me that peace and you maintain that peace. So, Father, today, would you help us to win the war for peace? Because there is a war for peace. In the South, we say, don't let them get your goat. Anybody from the South? Don't let them get your goat. Don't let them get your goat. Well, what do you mean, don't let them get my goat? Don't let them get your peace. Don't let them get a, uh, don't let them rile you up. That's another thing we say in the South. Let them rile you up. Don't get all riled up. What does that mean? Don't get, don't get, don't freak out, man. Father, would you help us today to understand that the enemy is not after our money. He's not after, he's not after our health. Not really. He's after our peace and he's after our joy. He's after our fruit. Would you help us, Lord, today to understand that if we can stay in peace in the midst of a war, we've already won. Because the enemy is so much more likely to go bother somebody else because he likes to see the fruit of his labor just like we like to see the fruit of ours. He likes to be effective in his ministry. And if he can't get you, he'll go down the street and get somebody else because he likes to see us suffer. So, Father, would you help us today as we engage in the war for peace to lay aside the childish things, the expectations, the pride of the flesh, those, 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 I don't even know what to call it, the demands that we put on everybody around us to be something that they could never be. Would you help us, Lord, to embrace the way of the cross, to die to self? That's the way to peace. You want to know what the way to peace is? Accepting what comes your way, not what the devil does, but the things that God allows in your life. Father, help us today to stop resisting you thinking we're resisting God. Help us, Lord, to embrace the work of the cross, to embrace the transformative work of the Holy Spirit in our lives, to embrace the whittling away of our flesh, the dying to self, the mortification, to embrace these things so that we can come up higher. 
But Lord, help us to resist the enemy's efforts to take us out of peace, even in the midst of the transformation, even in the midst of the shift from one glory to another, even when you're moving us from one faith to the next. Help us, Lord, to war for the peace that belongs to us, to be steadfast, to be steady, to remember that you are the Prince of Peace and you live on the inside of us. The spirit of peace lives on the inside of us. So what more advantage do we need over the wicked one who wants to steal our peace? What more advantage could God possibly give us? Lord, help us to see that we are advantaged. Even in the midst of the worst possible trial, we are winning because you are in us and we are in you and we have eternal life and there is a better day ahead. Weeping may endure for a night, but joy comes in the morning. Father, help us today to see that all of these things around us, they're going to fade away. They're not going to be here anymore, although we'll know each other forever in heaven. The cars and the houses and the pain and the suffering, one day that all ceases. So help us today to embrace the work of the cross in our lives, God. Shabbatarabashi. I don't like me today. This is, I'm praying over some of your heads. Some of you are like, I just want to be blessed. You will be blessed. This is the way to blessing. And so few find it. Father, help us today to war for that peace. I just speak to every harassing demon that's working to steal your peace. And I say, shut up in Jesus' name. Shut up. Shut up. Stop your tormenting thoughts. I command you to cease and desist your torment against my brothers and sisters. I command you to back off and flee in the name of Jesus. I take authority over every agent, every peace-stealing agent in your life. I take authority over the devices of the enemy to steal your peace in Jesus' name. I stand in the gap for you even now. And I break the powers of every peace-stealing spirit in Jesus' name. I thank you, Lord, that you give us a revelation of what peace really is and how to walk in it, how to bite our tongue, how to zip our lip, how to shut our mouths, how to look the other way, how to turn the other cheek, how to walk the extra mile, how to give them our cloak when they ask for our shirt. Understanding that when we lose our life for your sake, we'll find it. But when we try to hold on to our life, we'll lose it. Help us, Lord, to stop striving one with another. Stop striving in church for who's going to sing the lead worship song on Sunday. Stop striving in the workplace for who's going to get that promotion. All promotion comes from God. Every door opens comes from God. Every door, that, every good door, God has to open it, in other words. Father, help us to stop being so self-centered and selfish and start helping us discover how to be sober-minded and stable. It's the war for peace. You know that movie or that book, War and Peace? You can have both. Did you know that? You can be in a war and still have peace. There's a war for peace, but then there's war and peace. You can be in the worst war of your life. I was just watching this video this morning of this young man, and I won't tell you his name because I'm not trying to draw attention to him, who had some kind of brain issue when he was a kid and he got healed from that supernaturally, but then he got married as an adult and his wife was just about to have a baby and he was having bad headaches and he went to the doctor and there was lesions on his brain, lesions. And 
his wife was having the baby the next day and he said, you know, I'm just going to put this off. I'm going to be there for my wife and we're going to focus on this miracle of birth. And a few days later, the doctor says, you really need to come back to the hospital. And the lesion had, it, it was, they said it was a blood clot. I mean, you can die from that. That's when you did an, it's an aneurysm. You can die from that. You can have a stroke. You can be paralyzed. Kill you. And we went back in and, and they, they, they put him on blood thinners. And then they decided they needed to do a biopsy, but they couldn't do a biopsy because he was on blood thinners and he'd bleed out. So a few days later, they did another scan and they called him up and they said, this is all shrunk and it's gone. We can't even, there's nothing to biopsy. What was his strategy? What did he do? How did he go from just about dying while his son was being born to walking in victory, having a testimony? And this is from years ago. How did that happen? Because he just began to, to, to worship God in the place of peace. He began to decide, me and my house are going to serve the Lord no matter what. He began to sing about the Passover lamb passing over and death would not come to his household. But he maintained his peace. Father, help us, Lord, to understand that, yes, we might have to war for peace on some days. But help us, Lord, to understand that we can have peace in the middle of the war. Help us to remember that this is possible because the enemy comes to steal our peace. So we're no longer acting like Jesus. He wants us to act cranky and mad and angry and take it out on everybody around us and steal their peace. The devil's a peace stealer and we're not going to act like him. We're not going to fall for these tricks. We're not going to do this anymore. We're not going to lose our, our head. We're going to keep a cool spirit. We're going to keep a cool spirit. We're going to walk in a cool spirit. We're going to walk in a cool spirit. Father, help us to walk in a cool spirit. Help us, Lord, to see things the way that you see them, to understand and know that no matter what happens, you are still on the throne. <laughs> like Catherine Kuhlman used to say, as long as God is still on the throne and hears and answers prayer. See, there's always hope for a better day. When you lose your peace, you lose your hope, you lose your joy. I don't know which goes first. It's like a domino effect. So, Father, today we ask you in Jesus' name to pour out your spirit on us once again because your spirit is joy. You are the spirit of peace. You are the spirit of joy. You, you are the spirit from which all good things come. So, Father, pour out your spirit on us once again and give a double dose to all those who have been walking through trials that have stolen their peace, stolen their joy. Father, pour out your spirit. Come on, somebody just needs to lift up their hands. Pour out your spirit upon us, God. We need a fresh touch from heaven. Many on this broadcast are weary. You've been beaten down, beaten up, but now you're breaking out and breaking through. The trial doesn't last forever. Sometimes, beloved, it's a matter of just cooperating with the grace of God and saying, this is what it is right now and I'm going to stay in peace I'm going to stay steady because I built my house on a rock not on sand and the storm that's blowing is not going to steal my peace and it's not going to knock over my house and when the storm passes I'll still be standing and I'll be able to comfort others with the comfort with which the Holy Spirit comforted me did you know that when you're on the cross when God lets you go through a season where he puts you up on the cross did you know that no person can comfort you in that moment, in that season? Did you know? And you want them to. You want them to fix it. You want them to. You want them to say something that makes it better. There's nothing they can say that makes it better. The only one who can comfort you when God puts you up on that cross is the Holy Spirit. 
So when you see someone going through that kind of trial, when you see someone whose flesh is being mortified to the next level, who is up on the cross, not because the devil put them there, but because God is trying to take them somewhere and they've got to die a little more to get there. Next time you see someone in that position, you pray the Holy Spirit would comfort them because he is the comforter and they're not being punished when they're put up on the cross. They're being promoted. Jesus wasn't being punished per se. He took on the sin of the world. He was sinless. It wasn't his punishment. He took your punishment. He took my punishment. But he wasn't being punished. He was being promoted. He was about to be glorified. Does that make sense? So when you see someone going through it or when you're going through it and nobody around you can comfort you and it irritates you and it makes everything worse because you're like, can you just like understand me? Can you say something to make it better? Can you tell me what to do? Just pray that the Holy Spirit would comfort you and give you the strength to press through because there's a promotion coming. Jesus didn't lose his peace when he was on the cross. He was heckled. Huh. He was mocked. He didn't lose his peace. He didn't start pitching a fit up there on the cross. He kept his cool. And now he's seated at the right hand of the Father. And guess what? He's praying for you when you're on your cross. Hallelujah. Y'all don't like that kind of prayer, do you? I'm going somewhere. Who wants to go with me? Amen. God is good. Listen, I want to give you an opportunity. I got to share a couple things with you, but I want to give you an opportunity to sow into this ministry today. We need your help to do what God has called us to do. It is, oh, let me just tell you a breakthrough story. Did I just tell you yesterday how this live stream service was trying to uh, charge us twice as much as they've been charging for the last several years? So, I mean, instead of $6,000, they wanted to charge $12,000 a year overnight. This streaming service we use. I said, that's not going to work. Oh, well, that's all we can do. I said, no, that's not all you can do. I prayed about it. Listen, this is for all of you who have been facing unjust increases, unjust price increases, unjust labor increases, unjust like the enemy is trying to burden you. Listen to me. This is a testimony. This just happened yesterday. And I, 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 I am able to go back and I said, uh, uh-uh. uh, I said, I'm not paying that. Well, then we'll close your account. I said, that's fine. I said, but you're unethical. You cannot double the price with one month notice. I can't even get all my content off your platform that fast. That's not even fair. That's not ethical. Well, you know, there's nothing I can do about that. And, and so then they offered me like a thousand dollar discount. I said, no. And I went and prayed. I was in my room having an encounter with God for about two hours. And I said, I, and I, I rose up and I, I said, I decree right now in Jesus name, this unjust unethical business practice will not stand. And I will not pay more than X amount a year. I'll pay X amount a year or less, but I will not pay more. And I said, Lord, make it so. Cause it's not God's will for us to be cheated. Now, sometimes we are, but that's not, it's not in his will. That's because the enemy comes to kill, steal and destroy. I said, uh, uh-uh. uh. And so the guy wrote back, you know, I had, I had another email in there and he said, well, I, I can't do anything else about it. And I said, I have inside information that you can do something more about it. Cause the Lord showed me they can. The Lord showed me they could honor their rate. I said, I happen to have inside information that you can. And he goes, I don't care which of our clients you talk to. That's none of my issue. Whatever client told you that. I said, it wasn't a client. I said, I have inside information that you can give me this rate. Five minutes later, he writes back, okay. My supervisor said, we'll honor your original rate. Seek the Lord. When you're, when you're dealing with 
injustice. Seek the Lord. Don't just start lashing out and bashing back and making threats and feeling sorry for yourself. Seek the Lord. Make a decree. Remember, this is the year of the decree. Did you not get your copy of the book? Maybe that's why you're not walking in the revelation that brings the victory. I decreed it. Uh-uh. I'm not paying $12,000 a year. You're not doubling my rate with one month notice. Not happening. It's unjust. It's unjust. And it causes our prices to go up. And then we have to increase, increase different prices or believe for more partners. Or, and then people get mad. And, well, why are you always asking for money? Because people, you know. So it's a breakthrough. And some of you need to decree over your finances today. Decree over the injustice against your increase today. Decree against the justice, the injustice of increase over things that shouldn't cost that much. Come on. Somebody's got to get a hold of this today. So, so today, if you can, I'm going to pray. I'm going to decree over injustices in your life. Financial injustices in particular is what I want to decree over. And you'll have to agree with me and you'll have to decree with me. And you'll have to stop cursing and reversing everything I said when you get off the phone and you see that it didn't work immediately in five seconds. When things start to sometimes look worse before they get better. You'll have to maintain that decree and that stance and that heart posture. Stop cursing and reversing the decree. Amen. I want you to sow a seed today. If you, especially, you know, we need everybody's help. Everybody, everybody can't sow every day, but some of you can sow some days. Amen. And we need to go forward. We need your help. We need to go forward. We need help. So if you want to sow today, I'm going to, I'm going to decree in just a minute over financial injustices. So you can sow at jenniferleclair.org slash give. You can sow at jenniferleclair.org slash give. You can become a partner there. You can sow a one-time seed there at jenniferleclair.org slash give. You can also find all the other ways to give there, which include Cash App, dollar sign Jennifer LeClaire, Cash App, dollar sign Jennifer LeClaire, Cash App, dollar sign Jennifer LeClaire. You can use the PayPal, paypal.me slash Jennifer LeClaire, paypal.me slash Jennifer LeClaire. PayPal.me slash Jennifer LeClaire. You can use the text to give 754-701-2161. Text the word pray to 754-701-2161. Text the word pray. You can use the Venmo is at Jennifer LeClaire. Venmo is at Jennifer LeClaire. Venmo is at Jennifer LeClaire. You can use the PO box, PO box 30563. Fort Lauderdale, Florida, 33303. Is that it? Did I miss anything? Are you ready? You ready to decree? All right, let's do this. Ora bababa shoro bo shiki tebe sharaba shiki timbrosto shokoto yabashi kumbra esha bo shora mashaka tarabashi ora bababa shoro bababa shiki tebe shiki tebe father i thank you in the name of jesus that your word says Decree a thing and it shall be established. So we decree right now in Jesus name, every financial injustice that is trying to plague, frustrate, stall out our blessings, irritate our souls, vex our spirit, every financial justice in our lives that the enemy has brought in. 
we reverse it in the name of Jesus we decree justice over our finances in every place the enemy is stolen from us in the name of Jesus I bind the hand of the thief as we sow this seed today I bind the hand of the thief in Jesus name I say no weapon formed against our finances shall prosper but I thank you Lord for rapid rapid rebates rapid refunds rapid returns of what belongs to us rapid decisions on financial issues in the name of Jesus hallelujah multiply this Lord back to the givers even those who don't have financial injustice multiply it back to the givers in Jesus name I lift up all of my awakening house of prayer leaders around the world all of my ignite network members my company of seers my school of the spirit students my staff and volunteers my worship leaders in the name of Jesus my volunteers my vendors and all the intercessors at prayforjennifer.com. I lift you up I lift myself up to you and I say over us Lord bless us indeed in law Enlarge our territories. Expand our territories, God. Let your hand of power rest upon us and keep us from evil and doing harm. In Jesus' name, amen and amen and amen. Well, that fired me up. I almost forgot about that testimony. That's a testimony. Amen. You can take it for yourself. Claim it. Say, I want that same justice. This has been a production of the Awakening Podcast Network. Jennifer LeClaire is the founder and owner of APN. Our heart is to inspire people and exalt Jesus with every broadcast. We're grateful for our advertisers and supporters that make these podcasts possible.